Good morning. Happy New Year. And if no one has said it yet, it's like I haven't seen you since last year. Yep. Um, well, I am Matthew. I am the student minister uh, here at GCC, and uh, it, is, it is so good to be back up here um, with you. It's a different pace and preparation than, uh, than with the youth on uh, Sunday mornings. Uh, normally, we're over on the other side, you know, in the mornings doing our, doing our Sunday morning elective thing, um, but this morning I had an awesome team, and they took over this morning, and uh, uh, this week they were studying about predestination. But don't worry, <laughs> I planned ahead for that. <laughs> that was awful, I know, but <clears throat> it, uh, <laughs> this has been an odd week. I love the communion meditation this morning because it, it truly talks about the craziness that this week is. You know, the hustle and the bustle is over, but yet this week is just weird, right? Like, you've got the, the whole, like, I've got to put everything away, and all of these things that I have no idea where they're going to go, right? Like, you put this one here, and then you're like, I don't know if I like it there, so I'm going to move it, and then you put it over here, and you still question everything, right? And then there's the whole putting everything away, right? The Christmas things, um, I don't know if there's a time to not do it, do it. I know with Thanksgiving, right, it's like you either put the tree up before Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving, and there's a whole controversy there. But, I mean, I don't know about the taking the things down. Some of us are like, get them out of here. I'm, I've rented the tree four times now. Or for us, it's how many items off the tree is the dog going to eat? Um, and uh, and there's, there's also like the whole like, you know, like, oh, what do you do with this item? It's been breakable for such a long time. Is it going to fall off? And I'm going to put it away. <laughs> I can now, right? Like, that's me. That's my anxiety. But the, 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 you know, the, those kind of things. And then there's right, the, it's, it's movie week, right? Like how many movies have you guys watched this week? right? One, two, eight, ten? I don't know. Like, I, it's, it, it's a movie week, right? It's, it's also that week of what do you do with dinner, right? Like, some of us are like, oh, uh, I forgot to set something out. Oh, uh, and, and, and you're like, oh, we have this gift card. We can use it, right? We don't have to cook and clean then. Um, and it's win-win, right? And, the, and there's, there's also the whole, like, if you have kids, the kids are home, I'm just going to let that settle there, right? Like, there, there's, there's sometimes we're like, yay, the kids are home, we get to play. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, when do they go to bed? How many hours? Right? Like, there's, there's, there's variances of this week, right? And there's so many different aspects of this week. And some of you even went into work, right? You're like, you, you went into work, and you're like, oh, well, so-and-so's off today and tomorrow, but I'm off then the next two days. And it's a weird week of people being in and out and, um, I've been spoiled over the years. As I'm, I'm a part-time uh, student minister here at GCC, and then I also am a full-time teacher at Floyd Central High School. And so when the kids are off, I'm off. And that's great, but it's also weird because half the time I have no idea what day it is. Right? It'll be Tuesday. I'm like, is it Wednesday? Monday. I, I, did we just do that? I feel like that was a week ago. Oh, it was yesterday, right? Like, there's, it's such a weird week, right? Um, and there's so many things that happen in this week, the taking down, the, the 
all those things. I can, I can get why Robin last week talked about it being the Christmas blues, right? Um, but this week is the week of also us thinking about all the things that we're going to do for 2022, right? We're thinking about hope. We're like, oh, I've got these big plans. They've got, you know, sales at gyms. I'm going to start one for a month, right? Like, we have these ideas in our head, these hopeful ideas of what we're going to do with 2022. And it's exciting, right? But what I ask you, and kind of our question for today is, where do you see God in your resolutions, in your new goals for 2022? Where is God in them? Where have you put God in those new resolutions? How does he get you to where he wants you to be this year? We have to be intentional about our goals. Is he in them? So we have um, a New Year's Eve tradition every year that on New Year's Eve, we play games until midnight, and then we watch the ball drop, and then we go to bed. Um, and so, because we're tired from playing games, and it's like, we got um, Labyrinth this year. Have you guys played Labyrinth? It is an amazing game. Anyway, we got all, all these kind of new games, Monopoly Builder. We played them all until midnight, and then the next day, after hopefully the kids go to sleep and sleep until like nine, um, but we then try to talk about what are our goals for next year, for 2022. So I, I thought if you wouldn't mind, we're going to share, I want to share a couple of things that we do in the Townsend household. We first reflect on what did we do at all in 2021 of our goals, and what are we going to set for goals for 2022? So our goals from last year, okay, so these, these were mine, okay, um, learn how to make an electric guitar. I don't have one yet. <laughs> I was, I was, I got it sanded, <laughs> It's about as far as I got. Lose 20 pounds. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, 21 hikes. Nope, that didn't happen either. Um, that would probably would have helped with that one. Um, we did go camping with the new tent. Woo! Uh, once. Um, uh, uh, 10,000 steps a day. I did, I did do that. It was great. 10,000, so we were like, 10,000, that's it. Um, I know, I know. Um, but so then we also have, like, the kids do their goals as well. So here were some of their 2021 goals. This was Graham. Uh, try out BMX track. We did. It's awesome. It's in Louisville. If you've never been, it's really cool. Um, learn about Minecraft. He did. He's an expert. I'm still not. Um, build more stuff with wood. Um, he probably needs help with that one. Um, but improve handwriting, uh, write more, uh, whittle sticks, um, be a better brother. Um, and then we have Ezra, my middle son. It says, um, learn to tie shoes um, when he did. Oh, some of y'all parents in here know that's like a life-changing day. You're like, I don't have to tie your shoes anymore. It's so good, right? Whittle a stick. Um, they still did not whittle very many sticks. But anyway, karate, um, uh, see baby beluga, uh, share more, play baseball, um, 
Uh, we did have plans to see Baby Beluga, and then COVID happened, so we did not get to go see Baby Beluga in Chicago. So, um, and then we also make our family goals, right? Like we, uh, Jesse and I sit down and we think about some family goals, like we create a family creed, work on our home, uh, play more together, treat each other better, uh, more camping, and then we have 21 hikes again. You can see we, we kept track of them. We got five. Jesse says we did more than that, but we, cr- we counted five. So, um, and so then we go into 2022. And so some goals uh, for 2022, uh, this is Ezra. He says, train Wrigley. He's our dog, so uh, hopefully that happens. Um, grow so I can ride the, mini- the motorbike. Um, play baseball. See Baby Beluga. He really wants to see this Baby Beluga. We are, we are hoping Chicago opens up the Shedd Aquarium. So uh, turn seven to eight. I think that's going to happen. Um, I don't think I can, like, I think it's going to happen this year. Uh, gymnastics um, and uh, read more. That's always a good goal, right? Um, so then we have Graham, um, and it says build more with wood, um, write my own chapter book, not yell a lot, um, and karate. And look, better handwriting. See? Fulfillment of goals right here, right? Yeah. All right. And so then we have uh, some other goals. Um, these are mine. Repair, make electric guitar. I really want this electric guitar yard. It's, it's going to happen. Um, it's sitting in my garage, sanded, like, in pieces. It's going to happen one day, right? Um, learn more about pedals. Uh, 22 family hikes. We moved from 21 to 22, <laughs> right? It's because it's of the year. 2021, 22, yeah. All right. Uh, Wrigley Field. High goals, y'all. We're going to go see Wrigley Field this year. Um, I'm moving to 15,000 steps. We're we're crossing, uh, I have be a better dad. I already, I, there's always ways to be better. Uh, and Coach Ezra's baseball team, that's going to happen this year. Um, and then um, we did our family goals, right? 22 hikes, four camping trips. We're, we're shooting for using that tent, right? Um, update landscaping, um, cook more meals together, make time to slow down, declutter, volunteer together. Uh, really, uh, you know, some of the 2022 goals we have, right? We're making them right now. I don't know if you would do this as a family. Highly encourage sitting down, having those conversations about what does 2022 look like for you. And then here's Simon's. You ready? Yeah, can you read those? I know, right? He's got some awesome ones. Yeah, he scribbled, he scribbled. He told us, I think it's a car transporter, I think is what he said. So, um, Anyway, uh, that's what was in front of him. So he's got those there. He's, he's good to go on those. But, you know, as we reflect on 2022 and we say goodbye to 2021, you know, it's, it's important that we remember that as we're making these goals, how are we putting God in them? How are we making him the center of them? And more importantly, how are we using what it is that he has given us? Right? Because each of us, as we're looking at our goals, we're thinking about who we are and the ways that God has created us so that we can then say, okay, those ways that he's created us, how can we use those to make our 2022 goals? And how can we look at that? And so we're going to be in scripture today. And if you would, turn with me to Matthew 25, 25, 14. So Matthew 25, 14. If you don't have a Bible, there might be one in front of you. Um, it'll be on the screen, um, but again, it's about three-fourths of the way through Matthew 25, 
14. I don't know about you, but there's something about holding a Bible in your hand, ready to turn to, to, to the Scripture. Uh, Matthew 25, 14. We're going to look at what it is that Jesus here is talking about talents, the parable of the talents. So here we go. <clears throat> Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one, he gave five talents. And, and a talent, just so we're all clear here, uh, it could be anywhere between 1,000 to, uh, to uh, 30,000. Um, it, that's a, I know that's a huge gap of, of money here, but it could be approximately 1 to 30, so it could be 5,000 to uh, whatever 5 times 30 is. <clears throat> I'll let you do the math. I don't know how. So, uh, to one he gave five talents of money, to another two talents, and to another one talent, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received the five talents went at once and put his money to work and gained five more. Whew. So also, the one with two talents gained two more. But the man who had received the one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. And after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two talents also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two talents. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one talent came. Master, he said, I, I, I know that you are a hard man harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seeds. So, so I was afraid and went out and hid your talent in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. The master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. Take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For everyone who has will be given more, and he who will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what he has will be taken from him and throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So let's take a look at the scripture. There are three servants, and they're each given different talents, different amounts of money. And, and so for this parable, you know, it's a parable. So the objects within the story can sometimes be interpreted as something else. So one can interpret this as money, right? It, there's nothing wrong with, with that. God does provide, and we are called to take care of what it is that he's provided for us. But in this case, and for today, the interpretation can also be looked at as a spiritual gift. And now, a spiritual gift is um, something that God has given you some kind of ability, not like a superpower, but an ability where something uh, comes easy to you, where it doesn't necessarily come easy to someone else. Um, and, and it's some kind of talent that you have, a spiritual 
gift. This could be anything from prayer to working with junior high. Okay, so like it could be lots of different things where he is giving you a spiritual talent um, and it becomes easy for you and then the Holy Spirit comes beside you and fine-tunes it and even makes it better and makes it work for his glory. And so how <clears throat> the first man is given many talents and if you will, he's given many spiritual gifts. And then the second man is given two. But he took those two and he increased it to two more. But then there's that one other servant. He was only given one. And he doesn't use it at all. He just buries it. And if we were to, to kind of apply this, you know, we're looking at the man who had five and uses all of them and uses them well. And the guy who has two and he uses his well, and the guy who uses one has one, but he chooses not to use his at all. I mean, he was only given one. I mean, how would you feel if, if you were only given one talent? Would you feel that you could do as much as the other two? I mean, it doesn't make it right in any sense of what he did with his talent, but we can also kind of look at why he might have done what it is that he did. And so the first two went to work right away. It even says right at once, right? They went right at once. So what are we doing with our gifts? Let's think about that for a second for you personally. What are you doing with the gifts that God has given you? As we've been studying with Christmas, are we like Joseph, right? Dropping everything and using it immediately. Or are we like the servant and we're, yeah, we're going to bury it for a little bit. Maybe not use it. Maybe use it. Maybe not. Um, what is it that we're doing with the gifts that we have been given? Now, it, as, as I get older and, and Christmas time um, and we open up all the gifts, there's so much excitement on that day. But the next day, y'all, it might be a little bit of OCD. But I have a thing that the next day, I try to put everything away. I know it's weird. And some of you are like, I wish I had that. But I try to put everything away. Like, like this, this gift, right? I'm like, okay, this needs a spot. And I will look for a spot. I'll try to find a good spot. I'm like, okay, it could go here. It could go there. There was that would be good. And then I'm, I'm looking around, right? I'm putting things away. Sometimes I even look at Christmas as like the things that we bought is just like we're going to wrap that and put it away later, right? Like, like that's, that's sometimes how I look at it because I'm like, okay, my OCD-ness gets into the play, and I'm like, okay, I need to put that away, right? Everything has to have its spot, right? I'm, I'm doing laundry the next day, like taking all the tags off, making sure everything goes in there. If there's things that need to go back, I'm taking them back, right? Like there's things that happen. Um, if there's video games, I'm trying to figure out how they work. If there's toys, I'm like, okay, do we have enough batteries, right? There's all of these things, right? And so I'm, as I'm putting everything away, there's one item that I just have trouble putting away, and it's the gift cards, I'm not saying that gift cards are hard to put away. It's just that we keep them in the junk drawer. Did you guys have a spot for, for, for gift cards? We do not. Um, we don't have like a spot. We just like, we're like the junk drawer. And hopefully you guys know what I mean when I say junk drawer. It's the, it's the drawer that's in your kitchen 
that you put all the batteries, you put all the cords, you put all the old iPhone cords and all of the new ones and the headphones that don't work anymore. You put them all there, right? And you put in like other things that you don't really know what to do with. You put them there, right? And so our gift cards have a nice little spot there, but then when it becomes overcrowded, eh, the drawer barely shuts, right? Like we're like, oh snap, all right? So the gift cards, I just never know what to do with them. And I keep thinking to myself, I didn't always have this problem, right? Like, I, there used to be a place, like, there used to not be gift cards, right? And, and of course, because I'm a nerd, I went ahead and did research on gift cards, but they actually came out. Fun fact, gift certificates have been around since the 1930s, but gift cards since 2001. Yeah, and here's really cool. Blockbuster was the first one. Yeah, I know. And so, uh, so Blockbuster, the first one, and then Starbucks came, and then, you know, everyone, everyone has to have a Starbucks card, right? Um, but gift cards, right? When you don't know what to get someone, you get them a gift card, right? Like, and, and sometimes it's even like, I got that one in the drawer, so I'll just give them that one, right? Or like you, you pass them around, right? Like the, you're laughing because you do it too. Good. Like I'm not the only one. But, you know, you, you gift cards, you sometimes just have no idea. If you don't know what to get someone, get them a gift card. Or if you have a spare one, right? But these gift cards, right? Why am I talking about gift cards so much? You're like, good Lord. But if we were to use gift cards as say a metaphor, for the gifts that God has given us, the big question would be whether or not we use our spiritual gifts in the same way that we use our gift cards. Do we do our spiritual gifts, do we use them in the same way that we do our gift cards? Meaning, what do you do with what you have, with what you've been given? Do you put them in the drawer for another day? Maybe I'll use that one. Maybe I won't. Years go by. You're like, those don't expire, do they? They actually do, five years. But you put them there. You're like, I'll forget about them. Right? Just like the man in the parable who was given the one talent, right? He buried it. Is that what we're doing with the gifts that God has given us? Or... Do you go the next day? You're like, oh, I got a gift card. Sweet. Uh, do I have plans tomorrow? Nope. I'm going here. And we go and use it immediately. Like we drop everything and then go and immediately use it. Just like the, the man who was given the five talents and the servant that was given the two talents. Do we stop and use them immediately? Or do you ever feel like well, since it's only like $5, $10, is it worth going to that store? I'm going to spend over. I'm going to spend more. Do I really want to? Is, is this an incentive for me to go? Or I could just put that in the drawer. It doesn't mean very much to me. Just like this last servant, right? He received only one talent compared to the man who got five and the man who got two. Maybe I'll just put that aside. He didn't feel as though it had value. Maybe you even intentionally plan to go over sometimes. You're like, oh, 
God has given me this gift. I'm going to dream big with it. I'm going to go over. Or do you, like my gift cards, keep them safe in a junk drawer? We've buried them in our junk. Maybe not to use because they're too much of a hassle, too many strings, too many, too many things. Uh, what are we doing with the multiple gifts that God has given us? At Christmas, we celebrate Jesus being the greatest gift given to us. But do we treat him the same way that we do our gift cards? Do we put him in a drawer until we are ready to use him, until we're ready to be with him, until we're ready? Do we put him in that drawer, hoping that maybe we'll forget? What do we do with the gift that God has given us this year as you make New Year's resolutions, as we look at the hope for next year, how are you intentionally going to use the gift that God has given you of Jesus? I mean, think about the gift of Jesus. God looks down at his creation. God looks down, and after all of the failures, after all of the mistakes, after everything, he sees them and says, they need help. They need redemption. They need salvation. They need, they need you, Jesus. And he sends him down to be God with us, to show us a way, to walk beside us, to show us the way to love. And then he gives us another gift, right? Not only is that a great gift, it's an amazing gift, but then God willingly went to the cross as atonement for our sins. Not only did, 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 did we see what God with us looked like, but we then have a way to God. We have a way to salvation. We, if we believe in the gift that he has given us and not put it in our junk drawer, we can have life in him. So I ask you, is he a part of the resolutions that you are writing for this year? Are the gifts that he has given you himself, his death on the cross, and then the flooding of different types of spiritual gifts that he gives each and every one of us? Is he part of your 2022? Are those things embedded inside of you, ready to go, ready to write something, ready to put down as a goal for next year? What about the ways that he's individually equipped you? How are you going to use those talents with each resolution that you write, how is it leading you towards a better relationship with God? How does each resolution include a gift that he has given you? Let's pray. Lord God, you are so good to us and blessed us in so many different ways with so many gifts. Lord, the sending of your son to die on the cross for us, the greatest gift. And then, and then Lord, the Holy Spirit providing us wisdom, providing us uh, so many outlets and so many ways that, that you are just with us. And then, and then on top of that, Lord, you give us different spiritual gifts to use for your glory. God, we are blessed. And, and Lord, as, as we look ahead to 2022, how can we not see that you are going to provide in so many ways? Lord, help us in our, our goal setting, in, in our thinking, in, in, our, in our steps closer to you. Lord, that you will just 
provide again and again, as you always do. And if you're sitting here and you've never accepted that great gift, you've never, never taken that step of saying, God, I want you as the Lord of my life, then as we close today, there will be decision guides ready to walk you through how you can make that great decision and get that great gift. They'll be ready to talk with you. And if you're sitting here, you're like, man, I just, I want to talk to someone about setting goals for 2022, setting, setting life goals and, and, and putting him at the center. There, there's decision guides ready to talk with you. And Lord, we just pray over 2022. Lord, may you be at the center of it all. That's in your name we pray. Amen.